You are now listening to Let's Get Active Podcast. I'm Lamar. And I'm Jay. So, Lamar, what are we about to do? Let's get active. Hey, let's get active. What's going on, guys? We are back with another episode. Let's Get Active Podcast. Man, Lamar, what's good, bro? Talk to me. Very special one. Very special one. Very special. The one we've been having, we even want to do a part two for this one for a minute, man. Probably one of my favorite episodes for season one. We got the guys on here. Simbo! <laughs> but now we got Jamel, Chandler, Drew, the activists all together in one spot. Guys, man. The guys. I'm the, the guys. Mm. Yes, sir. So what y'all, yes, man? So what y'all yeah. been Still in school, uh, one more year of grad school, gonna get this master's, you know, that's it. Waiting to go to school, that's more. Yeah, so tell uh, me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Jamel, go. Oh, nah, same, just started grad school, started work, also TAing, you know, just chilling, somehow managing to still have time for 2K. Chilling across the room for me. 2K? Yeah. I'm about to open my door and wave at you real quick, but the laundry machine is loud, so. But nah, so like, what you, like, you're doing law, right, uh, Jamel? I mean, not Jamel, Drew? Yeah, I'm in between taking a gap year right now, so next year I will be in law school. Excellent. That might be a whole Annalise on this one. Man. A whole Annalise, bro. Trying to be, trying to be. That's what's up, bro. All right, man. So wait, first, wait, wait, wait. First, I want to know. I missed out on the activist trip this year. You did. Guys, you did. These guys went on an activist trip. They went on a cruise. And I just want to know before we get into this, bro, who was the most active? <laughs> that's a biased question, bro. That's very biased. Like, no, I'm just playing, bro. Y'all ain't gonna because y'all know who the answer is gonna be pointed towards. Like, you right. <laughs> it's very, very true. Actually, you, crazy you really shouldn't get not even you. Uh, yeah, I say the, the culprit is not here. <laughs> so, all right, the quote for this episode is. Uh, positive results never come from negative thoughts. So, what's what's that like? Hearing that, what do y'all think that quote like means, or like how do y'all feel? Like, what do y'all feel about that quote? Uh, Actually, repeat it for me one more time. Positive results never come from negative thoughts. Well, uh, I mean, um, what's that one word? I, I like to use a lot: manifesting, like manifestation. Um, I mean, with your goals, with your emotions, with your mental health, none of that really progresses if you maintain negative energy or thoughts. Um, it's like kind of how like most people, when they're happier, they realize they think happier before they even like before their life even got better. They started thinking happier and like more positive and stuff like that. So that's probably what I mean. That's probably the angle that most people like like to think about it. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. So one thing that I was dealing with, uh, like when I 
uh, when I graduated, I was like, you know, working, you know, consistent hours every every day, you know, in the in the work, in the workforce, whatever. But so, bro, like, literally, I was waking up every morning, and like, I was saying, like, first thing I was saying when I woke up was like, I do not want to go to work. Like, that was the first thing I was saying when I wake up because I was tired. You know, when you're in college, bro, you can skip class or you know, all your classes aren't at. You have to be in class seven thirty or eight in the morning. Some classes you don't have to like eleven, so it's different. But um, like when I graduated, I was having like a, a actual job. Um, I had to change my mindset because I was going to work every day with a negative mindset. I woke up and I was like I said, I was saying I didn't want to go to work, but I had to like like Jamil said, I had to wake up and kind of have a positive attitude. Like I'm gonna get this done. I'm gonna get this done, and today's gonna be a good day. So I, it's, I feel like it starts with a positive mindset. And when you start your day off with a negative mindset, like, I feel like it just makes the day drag. And it makes a bad day. You really aren't as productive. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree too. Do y'all have any like routines or rituals that y'all do, like to get y'all going in the morning or? Uh, Basically or- the same thing that uh, like you said, and like in a sense what Jamil said too, but the thing that I like, really apply and like use that's helped me a lot is the whole um whatever the mind does the body follows and you know i use that concept a lot when it comes to just being positive and you know it starts with the mind first and then everything else will fall in place so it's kind of like a domino effect and it's really hard to change that so like you said if you wake up you tell yourself you know i'm gonna have a bad day at work it's gonna be kind of hard to change halfway through the day to have that positive mindset, so you're gonna wake up telling yourself, "I'm gonna do this, this, and that." Yeah, yeah. Like for me, I don't like wake up and tell myself I'm gonna like tell myself positive words, but I like wake up and try to like zone everything out. Like I don't wake up and touch my phone the first thing in the morning. I try to like wake up, take like tw- like 10, 20 minutes where I just clear my mind, get ready for work, where I'm not letting like outside energy affect the way I start my day. Like if you don't wake up and go on your phone, you might wake up to a bad text might see something bad on social media or like you just have like a lot of bad like energy that might come to your way you never know when you wake up and check your phone so i try to like stay away from my phone when i wake up and then go by my day then i might finally check my phone when i'm walking out the door and i'm finally in the car but that one way like that helps me a lot like to have a positive day i guess because i started off in a good way that's pretty good that's smart i like that you just gotta like block out the possibility of your day being ruined as soon as you wake up something. I would say to make sure, like, uh, every morning, like, find something you like to do. Like, so, like, if, it's like, so, like, if you love listening to music and, like, wake up, you know, turn on some music you like listening to, like, I always kind of get you in the right mood. Uh, I always kind of get your mind right. Uh, and then, yeah, just kind of find, I mean, I know, I like, I know in the morning, I gotta, I gotta go to my in- internship in the morning at like 6 a.m., but, you know, I, I like going to that, so, you know, it's not, it's not ever really, I know sometimes, I mean, I hate waking up early, but it's like, I'm doing something I like, so it's never really that bad, but, you know, you just wake up early, just uh, kind of get yourself in a uh, routine, that kind of helps, too, just uh, getting yourself in a routine, that kind of always gets your mind right. I don't know about that because y'all gonna wake up and play Young Boy, and then boom, everybody's life's ruined. Like, come on, Young Boy, Lamar, you probably sleep with Black Air Forces, bro. bro I don't own a pair of Black Air Forces. Like, like you don't want to play with Black Air Forces because <laughs> I'm a menace. I'm actually about to get some. Uh, I don't like the stigma y'all putting on it. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I'm I'm for sure about to get some. Yeah, what about what if you New York too? Well, that's good. I got my. He said, "What about the white forces?" I got my white customs. Uh, why the so black ones? Huh? Right. What's why? Why are the white forces good and not the black ones? Because <laughs> you never see nobody doing that thing. Minnesota <laughs> white forces. Man, I was trying to keep trying to keep the black forces down, man. But now, like since y'all like uh, we mentioned, I guess like starting off your day good. Let's go deeper in that and like, how do y'all feel? Y'all carry yourself like throughout your day, throughout just life in general. Uh, I, for me, I feel like one thing that drives me is like being competitive. So, like, we talked about this in season one. Like, you know, when you're in high school and even in college, like going to the rec and stuff. Like being being competitive, that's like what fuels me. Like if I'm having a bad day, like going to right playing basketball, like talking trash, that, that's what fuels me during the day. But like when that sports is over, like now I work, I kind of have to like fabricate fabricate things to make my mind like competitive at work, like for me to stay motivated. So whether it is I'm at work and you know, I gotta like fabricate something in my mind that makes me want to go harder. Like if I'm tired at work, like today I was super tired at work but has so much to do so i kind of had to like take a little walk around the office or whatever like get my mind right to, to get in that competitive initial like, right, i gotta do this because i gotta get this stuff done so that's kind of how i do it just constantly like finding things to motivate myself like even when i was so when i uh when i transferred to a and i really wasn't like that competitive nature it, com- the competitive nature wasn't there but like the competitive atmosphere wasn't there anymore um so when I was in class, I was like, one thing that motivated me was I just want, like, I had to compete against other people in class. Cause if I didn't, like, it didn't have, hold any weight for me. So I just like always find something that motivates you. Um, Cause if not, I feel like you can get stagnant and complacent with yourself. But yeah, I mean, I feel like constantly every day, everything I do, I just find something that's gonna motivate me or uh, make me want to compete with, even if I'm just competing with myself. I just have to find things to keep me motivated throughout the day. That's good. I'm not going to lie. Y'all are, I know y'all are very organized and like on top of y'all stuff for the most part. I'm not, uh, I'm really not. Y'all know me personally. So y'all know I'm very go with the flow. Like I, whatever happens, I react to it. That's kind of how I operate and like stay positive. If anything, I'm more backwards. I get my stuff together at nighttime, like before I sleep. That's kind of when I'm like checking what I got to do, getting my mind right, reading whatever I want to read, like like doing something I want to do that I enjoy. I usually do it at night, not during the morning. I usually like wake up right before I have class or right before I have to get up for work. Usually when I'm up, I don't really give myself time to like make a, honestly, I need to start having time for breakfast, but I don't have time to like do something I enjoy, like get my mind like just right. I usually just wake up, go straight to work and I like what Lamar said about like not looking at the phone for a minute, like just start your day off on something natural. I might start implementing that to my daily routine. I'm trying to get back organized just to feel less stressed, you know, but I'm pretty backwards. I, I pretty much like whatever happens, I just go with it and just stay in a good mood in between just because I don't really take much serious in the first place. Hey, I will, I will say like to go off what Jamil just said that I'm kind of the same way 
So, I mean, I heard, you know, a lot of people say it's, it's bad to when you first thing you do when you wake up is to get on your phone because you're kind of starting your day off looking at somebody else's life and it's not, you know, a very productive way to start your morning. A lot of people will say it's, it's good to the first thing you do is like meditate in the morning and get your mind right. But I'm like Jamila, I'm a night person. So I am not a morning person. So like, first thing I do, I'm not gonna lie, first thing I do when I wake up is I'll turn the lights on and or I'll turn my phone on because not because I wanna be on social media and stuff, but it kind of gets my mind going. Like if I just sit there and like stay there with my eyes closed and try to meditate, I'm going back to sleep and I'm missing work. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting up. Like first thing I do, I just, I turn like my brightness up on my phone and put it to my face and like I'm scrolling and it kind of gets my mind like turning. Uh, and then I, like after that, like five minutes of that, I'm good. Like I'm, like I'm going through maybe if I'm either I'm scrolling on Instagram or like I'm reading an article or something, it gets my mind going. But at night I'll go, like when I finish eating and stuff or finish watching TV or doing whatever I'm doing that night, I'll go sit on my balcony, like when it's cool weather and everything, like the wind's blowing, I'll go sit on my balcony and I'll meditate then. Like I'll go sit on my balcony, I put my, leave my phone in my apartment and I'll just sit there and think about the next day or think about uh, just anything that's on my mind. And it kind of helps me wind down and go to bed. So, you know, I don't think you're backwards, but I just feel like whatever works for you, works for you. Uh, y'all are backwards. Uh, no, I don't think it's backwards. Let's see what they're saying. Like, you clear your mind before the day, but then when they get done with their day and after everything happens, then they, like, kind of decompress. But I feel like, I guess, yeah, like, more of like a recap thing, then, yeah, you more y'all recapping of what – I wouldn't say recap, I guess. That's – I don't know what to call that. But well, I – I feel like I get, it's not a recap, man. like I don't necessarily wind down from wind down from a day, but like I get my mind ready to go to bed and wake up the next morning. Like I get my mind ready, and I'm thinking about things that maybe I didn't have time to think about during the day because my I feel like my day is very to the T just for work, getting off work, trying to work out and eat before it's too late to go to bed. So I just feel like it's the best time for me to sit down and think about <clears throat> some minutes before I go to bed, uh, just to get my mind ready for the next day of work. Like in the morning, oh yeah, no, nah, it's not for me. I can't. Man, like, okay. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's just it literally exactly. It's like what Drew said. It's just decompressing. Like you get done, you're not even like not even like thinking about what even happened today. Most of the time, you don't have to. You don't like. Let's say you had a bad day, you don't have to think about it or nothing. It's just you're just taking every like all everything you went through for the day and just just kind of focus on you. You know, take a shower, read a book, play the game. Like you just don't. You just stop worrying about it. Like you just start focusing on whatever you want to do to unwind. I can say though, like to hit back on what I said about like waking up and not touching your phone. What helped me? I heard it on the podcast. It was like he does like that's where I got the whole thing from. And he's like he like keeps a water like he drinks water as soon as he wake up. So like to help me like kind of ease into that, I will still like I have to keep water close to my bed. So when I wake up, I just finish the water bottle, or whatever, and then because like instead of like grabbing your phone, you won't grab. Like, you're going to eventually start to wake up and like, okay, where's my water? And then boom, you drink your water and you go about your day type of thing. But I'm, I'm very much a morning person. Like I'm a person like, all right, I'm going to get up because I got stuff to get done. So as soon as I finish all the stuff I got to get done, then boom, the rest of the day or my night is to myself. So I, I'd rather get done, get stuff done earlier than at nighttime. But I, I guess I can see where y'all feel like where y'all kind of, your gears start, start turning more so at night because it's like you're in your own space. You're not at work, at school. You can go back to your own environment and you know, get stuff done. 
But me personally, I'd rather get stuff done earlier than later type of thing. Yeah, that, I mean, that's nothing wrong with that, because especially most places, they don't even let you like you kind of have to be up early, like school, you have to be up early, depending on your schedule. Most places, like most jobs, they're not going to let you start late unless like it's part time. That's your shift time. Most people are forced to start early. But even then, like I'm I always been a morning board, like on the weekends, I wake up at the same time that I wake up going to work. Even if we like stay out all night or something, I still wake up early. I just naturally wake up early type of thing. Yeah, that's just your natural clock. Like, I'm the same way. Even though I might not like mornings, but because I do it so consistently now, I'll wake up on a Saturday at, like, 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning just because my body's used to it. And once I'm up, like, I'm up, though. So, I mean, like you said, Lamar, if I have stuff to do in the middle of the night, I mean, uh, at night, then, yeah, I'm going to get up and get my stuff done throughout the day. Uh, if I'm going somewhere out of town, I'm, like, usually the first one up to leave that morning because like I'm ready to get my day started, but it's just, if I don't have to, or it's not something that I want to do, then I'm definitely not a morning person. Like, I, I still haven't got around to like going and going to the gym in the morning. I would much rather go, like even in college, I used to go to the gym at like 10 o'clock at night. If I didn't, if I didn't have a class early the next day, just because I feel like my body's more, I feel like it's more, way more fresh uh, at night. Cause I feel like in the mornings, I am dehydrated, like I'm hungry, tired, sleepy, but at night, I've already ate two meals and I've been drinking water all day. I feel like I'm better at night. Yeah, but like working out at night, like I prefer to work out at night because I, I feel like, because then you're going to eat again. I like the whole like muscle growth type of thing, but working out at night is like, you're going to get, you may or may not get lazy. So then you're going to lay down and like, dang, let me get up and go work out or you might not go work out. So like you cut it close working out at nighttime versus working out in the morning because I know if you work out in the morning you feel refreshed and like okay now I can clear more stuff off my tab off my day and get stuff done. Wait, 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 but we got personal trainer Tanner Jackson on the line. Tanner, <laughs> is it better to work out like I guess it depends on what you're working out for, but results wise, is it better to work out in the mornings or at night before you go to sleep? Uh it's up to the person. Like, you're not, like, if, if a person works out in the morning, doesn't mean they go get more games uh, than a person works out. Yeah, it just depends on you and your schedule. So it's more of working out at a consistent time. So you go work out in the morning, then try to work out every day in the morning. If you go work out at night, then try to work out every day at night so that your body can get into a routine. And then so it knows, okay, all right, this time's going to happen. I'm going to work out. And after this, I can recover. Or when I, after I work out, I still got to be functional and stuff like that. So it's just, it's just more having a routine than uh, than the time itself. Yeah. No, that makes sense, bro. I, I just never knew which one was better for me. But So where you stand on that, uh, Drew, you were a morning person or you're a night person? Yeah. Yeah, actually. <laughs> hey, nah. 24-7. <laughs> I'm more of a, uh, a morning person, I would say, because when I was younger, I used to stay up late and all that. But um, I got to the was in the streets at a young age. Nah, I was up playing. I was just up playing the game. But it's like the older I got, I realized, like Lamar said, you want to be able to get stuff done at an early part of your day and then have the rest of it. And then I realized, like, it's not really that healthy to be up, you know, 1, 2, 3 a.m. in the morning doing nothing. Hey, we you old now. Time. We got to get our sleep. Yeah, you wasting valuable time that you could, you know, use to be, you know, 
being productive and doing things, especially like you said, you know, you have, you know, a big boy job and, you know, you're trying to get stuff done. So you staying up, you know, past midnight isn't really, you know, practical and not logical because it's like at that point, you just wasting time. So it's like you have to be able to get accustomed to the morning. And honestly, I just feel so much better, like physically and like emotionally and like even spiritually when I wake up in the like early in the morning and I like have the rest of my day. Bro, yes. I was actually talking about this the past weekend. Like Lamar was making fun of me this past weekend because I was supposed to go out, but I went out Saturday. And I mean, well, I'm still young. Like I, I can still do the whole weekend, multiple weekends, multiple days out the week and go out and stuff. But I think now I'm getting to a point to where I value sleep so much now that I will turn down going out just so I can get a, like an extra extra couple hours of sleep. Like this past weekend, so I went out on Friday and I got back super late. And I feel like I was I wasn't even tired Saturday, uh, but I knew that I was gonna get back super late again, and then have Sunday to like kind of recovering my sleep and it wasn't gonna be enough. So I just didn't go out because. I just honestly, like those couple more hours of sleep, I just feel like I value just every minute of sleep more now that I don't get that much sleep anymore. Mm-hmm. And the more older you get, the more responsibilities you have. And yeah. Sleep gets harder and harder to come down. Yeah. Yeah. But like for me, like I don't do nothing. I absorb all my energy, whatever, throughout the week, like Monday, like Sunday through um, Thursday. I'm, I don't go nowhere. I stay in my room and just chill i might go hoop like once a week but other than that i'm not going out or whatever so my weekends is the only times i kind of like let loose and like go out and enjoy myself so i try to go out every like every opportunity or chance i get like y'all be like oh lamar you want to come out or other friends like lamar we're doing this or whatever hey let's go out if it's a weekend i'm all for it like because i rather not i don't know because you need time to unwind like because you want to bottle up all just all that energy yeah. you get that's actually, that's actually a good point me and uh cam was talking about that it was saying any chance you can take on the weekend and like go out and have fun do that because if you get consumed by work so much yes you know. yes that's, that's what we do yeah that's one thing i was kind of dealing with because like when i first graduated i was i moved to houston and i've been i was out here by myself right like basically uh which is cool like i was totally fine with the intermediate and everything i mean i thought about stuff like that but i'm just saying that because I moved out here and I didn't really know anybody. I was like working a lot, but on the weekends I was just chilling because, uh, I mean, there was nobody out here for me to like, you know, do stuff with. Uh, like, whereas I just came from a college town to my homies do literally doors down. We could do whatever we wanted to. So like, it got kind of stressful, bro, because I was working and getting, being stressed all week and then not really having to have released on the weekend. So I do stuff. I'll kind of just like chilling and thinking about work all weekend. And the next week come around and I'm still stressed. But once I like kind of found my place out here and start doing stuff, Marvin coming out here and getting active. No, you've been active. Relax. Bro. You've been active. Relax. So no, it's, it's really helped because like, like you said, you kind of give you that time to not think about work no more. And you kind of rejuvenate that next yeah. week. Uh, it kind of gives your mind a break from thinking about like work. But yeah, sometimes you can't overdo it. Cause I know this past weekend I overdid it. I went out Friday, I went out Saturday, and I went out on Sunday. So I overdid it this past week. I, I paid for it yesterday, but damn Sunday. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. 
What you got, turn up a church? <laughs> That's crazy. Man. Overall, though, like, yeah, it is good to, like, just sometimes, like, unwind and just enjoy yourself. And, like, that goes into another thing, like, because you never know, like, not wishing death on nobody or nothing, but you never know when your time might come or you, ne- you just never know. Like, you just want to live life the best you can. Yeah. I mean, speaking of that, I will say, I mean, like, it's not on death, but I feel like before COVID, we was going out a lot, bro. Like, we was, bro, like, we was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> 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 he was, yeah, bro. Y'all already know what I'm saying. Real active, but uh, no, it's just that like we never knew this was gonna come, bro. Like COVID was gonna happen, uh, right when everybody was graduating and leaving. Like we couldn't even enjoy our last semester, like actually all together. You know what I'm saying? Like before COVID, um, see, you just never know. But I will say that's one thing that I don't regret. Like we probably went out every weekend like our last year of school. Yes. And like we had friends that like certain weekends they didn't want to come out, like they were staying home and stuff. And now like they, they tell me like, man, I, sometimes I wish I would went out with y'all sometimes. Like sometimes I wish I didn't stay in the crib. I have no yeah, regrets. Yeah, yeah, y'all lit. Yeah, yeah, y'all lit. Y'all were lit. Yeah, like I don't have no regrets. I feel like we, we, we had fun, bro. Like we made the most of college. I feel like not the most, but. but- that's really what you're supposed to do because you have yes. the rest of your life to work and be stressed. Like this was the time to, you know, find ourselves, have fun and stuff. Yeah, yeah. make those mistakes and stuff. And to be honest, it still is. If we're keeping it a being like we're 22, it still is. I'm just saying, like we had more opportunity to do so and like be dumb and stuff than we do now. Yeah, like the window of mistakes are like very like bigger. I guess mm-hmm. the more you get older. And then when dudes begin married, I mean, I think y'all y'all married already, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm, oh, relax. I'm outside looking in that y'all. Uh, <laughs> I'm y'all. Y'all 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 married already, so yeah, y'all might not y'all might already be in that married life. So uh, it's crazy. It's different when like, you have that, that extra that extra you know impact on you. It's crazy how Jay says y'all. When it's only me left, I'm the only activist. Stand- I'm the only activist left standing. I'm the, I'm the last one standing. What do you mean? I'm just the last one standing, man. I hate y'all, man. Y'all left I'm me. I'm Jay on the spot. Y'all left me out here in the cold. Come on, bro. If y'all left me out here in the cold. Lamar's a soldier, though. He will represent us. No, no, relax, relax, relax. We'll fight hard for our country. He will do what he needs to do. Relax, the country thanks you for your sacrifice. No, relax. Bro, Lamar is a soldier by, by choice. That nigga joined the army at 17. <laughs> he had multiple options. He enlisted on purpose. The war came. Everybody else didn't get that. I left that. They said a boot camp. He had the most bloodless they ever seen in their life. He was made. Bro, yeah, Lieutenant Lamar, bro. Certified lover boy. The legend of Lamar control noon. Hey, that's my last name. That's my full name. You're not my wife. Don't do that. Relax. Don't Shoot, be- you ain't got one, so I can say it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, hey, don't speak too soon. Don't, be, don't speak too soon, bro. I don't know. 
I'm like, awesome. I'm, I'm gonna be like y'all soon, man. We all gonna go on an activist double date or whatever you want to call it. Relax, man. He's hitting relax. Jay said relax. <laughs> Anybody else get it? Jay said, you got way too much dip on your chip. Too much dip on your chip, bro. Jay don't want to be included. Jay do not want to be included in the double date, bro. He don't have to come. I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. You know, I really want. But, like, let's talk on the other spectrum of, like, how we, like, carry ourselves throughout life. But let's talk about how you see other people carry yourself, their self, and, like, Basically, like things that you like and don't like about how what people like what people be doing, like, like name some stuff that triggers you, like uh, he does this or she does this or like stuff like that that you don't like or do like about other people that you encounter through your life. Um, I feel like one thing is like, you mean just like on on an everyday thing, like yeah, just like on an everyday basis. Like, I don't like how people um, don't hold the door. Or don't how people don't say thank you when I hold the door for them type of thing like stuff like that. Uh, it is a pet peeve when people don't say thank you. Just I mean that's only if I'm doing something for them though. Like it's just just manners, but I don't really trip over it. Yeah. Uh, maybe like when people intentionally like aren't genuine. Like it, it, there's so many ways you can go with that, but like I feel like there's a lot of people that especially at work and stuff or not not at work but honestly every day where people will try to act a certain way to like be your friend and you know, it's not genuine. Like, you know, it's not them, but you like, you can, you can see, you can straight, see straight through it. That like, that bugs me sometimes. Like, why, why can't you just be yourself? Like, you don't have to try to relate to me at all. Um, I don't know. I feel like I see that a lot, especially like at school, when I go, like going to the PWI and being in class and people trying to use like slang and stuff. I'm like, Bro, you can just say yeah, it's cringe. Yeah, it's like, yes. it's normal. Bro. I I understand you don't have to try to relate to me, and yeah, I mean y'all know what I'm trying to get at. No, yeah, uh, not for real. No, I was gonna agree with you because uh, <laughs> I already knew what you was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like not even like when they talk to you, I hate overhearing conversations, and I'm like. It's just so. It's like I said, it's so cringy. Like, like I don't know. Like, you never just been like out. Like, say for instance, you at the restaurant, and like y'all just we all just chilling. But and then you just hear like people talking, and like their conversations. You be like, it don't. It's hard to explain. But like I, I kind of I pay attention to my surroundings, and I'm like I hear it. Like I'm very observant. So I hear a lot of stuff. Even if like you're not talking to me, I hear it. And like I hear a lot of conversations. I'm like yo that was wild or like what that what the hell like what are you talking about or something like i don't know but i'm the only one that does it but i get a lot of stuff like that too i'm being nosy bro (laughs) it's just a natural thing like i hear my surroundings i don't know about hearing bro i'm definitely a people watcher though thing is though like when it comes to stuff like that about me not liking and liking what people do i used to be a really judgmental when i watch people do things but the older I've gotten is I realized I don't really know what people's lifestyle is like. I don't know what they've been through, like the reason that they do the things that they do. So I don't really judge because it's like, I don't know. I'm not really as understanding. I mean, I, mean, I didn't used to be as understanding as I used to. I didn't really know people to a full extent. 
to you know be like okay like this is like why they did it i just judged them but i mean obviously there's things i you know don't like and i do like but from that aspect i think i just don't really say anything i just take it from like oh i'm gonna take this good from them and you know keep in mind of the bad that they do don't do that but overall it's just like it's just interesting it's like a thin line because like i said i you may not know what someone you know has experience for them to do the things they do. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And so then let's, let me put it like this though. So what if it's like your friends, your friends come to you about something, would you tell them to carry, like, like carry themselves or like uh, give them advice from like, from yourself? Like, oh, I would do this. So I think you should do this. Or you'll give them advice, like figure, like, figure out what's best for you and then like move like that. Well, it's a little bit of both. That's how I do it. You give them your advice and then you tell them, also remember, you know, I'm not you and we have like a different life. So, you know, do with that what you will, but, it, you know, everything is, is custom made and tailored to that specific person. So, yeah. always tell them to keep in mind that, you know, I did it this way and it may have happened for me, but, you know, we are different people. So, got to remember, it's it's, uh, it's your life, not theirs. So, it's <laughs> I will say that's another pet peeve of mine though is when you somebody comes for you comes to you for advice and then say it goes wrong and then they want to blame you for a decision that ultimately like like Chandler said it is your life you can get as much advice that you want but at the end of the day you, you got to make the decision for you uh, but yeah I feel like usually when I do tell people like give people advice I'm always like giving a non disclaimer like but I'm not a therapist, so you make the decision on your terms. Yep. Just, oh, so, they, oh, just so they know. Oh, no, no. Oh no, you will have to, because you know, the first thing I'm I'm I mean, because if, if they sometimes if they already ask for help, then the first thing they're they gonna do is kind of blame blame somebody else if it don't go their way. So that's true. That happens sometimes. Yeah. All right. Y'all brought us so do y'all believe in going to therapy? Professional therapy? Yes, I think everybody should. Yeah. Okay. If it's accessible, then of course. Yeah, if it's accessible, yeah. For y'all that read that fast, do y'all go to someone professional right now? I've actually never looked. I've always said like maybe I should try. Like I'm always I was I've always been open to try it, but I've never like Googled professional therapist or something like that. Y'all trying to go to group therapy? Cause I know I need therapy. If we're being honest, he said group therapy. <laughs> yeah. You want to go? On, you want to go on a date, bro? You want to go to uh, therapy? You want to go to therapy together? So how do you? Well, how do you feel like you said you want to go to therapy a little more? How do you feel like people who say, for example, they don't want to go to therapy? They just like, I don't know, go to their friends, for example, like, they go to like, a family member, like their mom or their dad. I, I, uh, I mean, that's fine to an extent. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, as long as like the person you're going to is like not biased and like that's fine. I mean, because like that's what you have to like. Therapy is to be able to go to somebody that's like not biased, that like listens and can think about both sides. And then, uh, I mean, that's the main part. And then uh, you also got to think about if they can uh, like uh, help you think the way. Not that you like want to think, but like just kind of like lead you on to like different paths and like stuff like that. But yeah, I, I mean, I, sh- I should know I lied. I, I, 
I did go to therapy. Like it was like me and my sister. We did go to therapy once, but like it was, but like it was, it was when we were a lot younger and only because of like a tragic event, kind of not kind of, but yes, but it, but it was like, yeah, went there and then like my mom like asked us out there like, uh, like how'd you guys feel about that? Like was that good? Like I mean, I'm, I mean like for me like, the thing that happened didn't phase me. So so I mean. Which is, I mean, it not really, but it didn't really phase me, so it didn't really affect me. My yeah. sister, on the other hand, it was, uh, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't, I don't really know how it affected her. But like the event, like basically, so like my sister had a pool, my, my sister had a pool party for her birthday, and then there was like a little girl, and like nobody noticed, but like she ended up, uh, like drowning like on the shelf of our pool, but like nobody noticed and so like it's, and so yeah like the ambulance had to come the cops had to come like they, everybody get like statements and stuff but yeah so and so like after that like i guess like most parents think okay like kids go through a traumatic or something like that like uh they think that like they should like go to therapy something like that so i mean which, which is a valid reason so yeah i wouldn't downplay like people going to their friends or parents for therapy because like those are people that can could possibly relate to what you're going through already or already been through it. So their advice can really help you because they know, or especially if you go to your parents, they know they raised you. So they know how to like cope with you and like work with you. But also they gonna like be real with you too. Hopefully your parents be real with you. So yeah, I wouldn't downplay like going to your friends or family, but then like on the other side of it, like going to a professional like they won't be biased because they don't know you they don't know your life they and then like they go to school for this stuff but also they might know like more or know they might know techniques to help you like figure out what's going on or even if you don't want to talk about it they know how to ask questions to bring out the like right like right answers and stuff like that like they ask you this and then boom you start talking about this and then you're like oh that's where the problem arise from and you wouldn't even know it if she didn't hit if he or she didn't ask you these questions so watch, watch american watch what all american yeah no i don't watch that you, you saw the episode no i don't watch that for real i don't know no. oh anyways hey i need to be, you just told me i need to be a therapist that's what you're trying to tell me man no bro like that's what you said that you needed a therapist everybody needs a therapist i mean i don't know about everybody but i mean it's, I feel like the majority. I feel like the majority of the human population needs a therapist. All right. I mean, I feel like yeah, I feel like the majority would benefit, but some people, you know, maybe. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't. I, okay, I wouldn't say I need one, but I would benefit from one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you this, because I've kind of been going back and forth with this, because uh, I've, I've heard it both ways. So us all being all being black men, I got some friends that that decide to go to therapy. They were black, and they were searching for a black therapist because that's something that's somebody that they could re- they could relate to, somebody that maybe had the same type of traumas as them growing up, and they could relate to that person. Uh, so that's how they felt more comfortable. But I've also heard it the opposite way, where they want somebody that wasn't a person of color because they wouldn't be already going into the the session with any bias or any uh, previous knowledge of what you've been through. So the questions that they may ask, like a clean slate, that they don't know what uh, what to expect because they've never been through the traumas that you've been through or any situation you've been through, you know, different culture, different race. Uh, so they might ask questions 
and poke at things that might be different than somebody that already knows what uh, what you've been through. So, um, so would y'all rather have somebody that kind of like that looks like you and kind of know what you've been through, or just somebody that you can have a clean slate with that really knows nothing about you and your situation? Because I feel like those would be two very different uh, therapy sessions. So, uh, for me personally, I wouldn't care if my therapist was black, white, uh, Hispanic, Mexican, yellow purple, green, whatever you, whatever they can look like, but. Uh, if, but they were purple, you might be concerned. I'm just saying like, uh, their skin tone wouldn't matter to me, but, like the results and like how professional, like they're like, if someone referred me to them, obviously they referred me to them because they're good type of thing. Like, I don't care what you look like as long as like, you're going to get the job done type of thing. So that, uh, to answer your question, me, no, I wouldn't care if they're black or white. I get, I get, I get what you're saying, though, uh, Jay. Like, uh, I mean, because, you know, like, just, like, from a standpoint of, like, a white therapist versus, a, like, like, a black therapist, like, sometimes, like, sometimes, like, they just, like, won't get, like, what we've, like, been through, just, like, the... Uh, just like racism, racism in general, like mi- microaggressions, like stuff like that. Cause you know, at this point, like all of us are just tired of racism. Like, they're just, I mean, like at this point, like, like some people like just don't care. Some people are just like tired of it. Like it's just kind of fed up. So, you know, it's like kind of talking to somebody who like actually understands that can actually be like hella helpful. So, yeah. I say it will, de- like, because depending on what you're even going for, if your therapist can't relate to you, especially in most social aspects like socioeconomic, for example, or race, like let's say you're depressed because you feel out of place at your PWI, a white therapist not as effective at relating to you. But I mean, they're still professional; they can still help you. Yeah. But I see what Chandler is saying. Like, it's a good, it's something to consider. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't. I mean, it's something I've thought about because I didn't really think about it the other way. Um, like having somebody that didn't relate to you, but I can definitely see it both ways. But how, like Jamil said, I mean, regardless, they should, you know, kind of like Lamar said too, regardless, they should be trained and educated enough to help you regardless of what race or color they might be. But that was just a question I had because I was curious about it, how other people of color, other men of color felt, felt about that. Yeah, that's the main thing. Trained and educated. Don't get don't get bamboozled by some by some fake doctor or something like that. That's the that's what you don't want to do. Right. All right. Since we're like already on the topic of like therapy and like we all kind of said everybody or all of us in general needs therapy. Like, can y'all name one thing y'all need? Think y'all would need? Like, if y'all will go to therapy, what's one thing y'all would try to address to your therapist that you need help with? Good question. I have no idea. Um, Good question. Because I feel like if you go to a therapist, they could tell you. Because I feel like a lot of people they don't really, they don't really know. It's not like upfront, like I said. Yeah, I have always wondered, like when people get therapy, do most of them know what they're going for, or they just go in to find out what they need therapy for? That's that's what I was gonna say. Because I feel like if I ever went to therapy, I don't think it would be necessarily for a certain traumatic event. Because I feel like I've been through, you know, quite a few traumatic events. And I mean, I haven't gone to therapy for them. And I feel like if, say I didn't, I never went to therapy for the rest of my life. I feel like I'd be fine. Um, but I feel like I would just go and I feel like it would help me just to get 
feelings out that I didn't even know I had. You know what I mean? Like stuff that I thought about but never really talked to anybody about. Uh, but I don't think I'd go for a specific event. It would kind of just be a like a meditation session, kind of. And you know, instead of just doing it by myself outside of my balcony or something, doing it with somebody that, how Chandler said, is trained and educated to to just not like pester me about things, but just be there if I you know, need some off my chest. So that's what like for me. That's how I kind of see our podcast. Uh, if we be honest, like I see it more so as like a meditation session because like we talk about so much and after each episode I feel like so rejuvenated like I got stuff off my chest even if we didn't talk about nothing bad even it's just like the whole vibes of just like getting on the going get on here and just talking and just like I don't know it's hard to explain because it's not everybody else might not feel the same way how I feel it but I feel like this is like more so like a therapy more so laid back this is like your niece you know everybody has like their thing that they have. Yeah. Could be good, could be bad, but you know, it's it's something that at well, the I end of the day, this is good. No. On a serious note though, like, if I were to go to therapy, I think I would like address like my overthinking and always being in my head. Cause like that's something very hard for me to like overcome. Cause like I'm always in my head. Any any situation or like anything, I'm in my head. We talked about it before on our episode with uh TJ. And he was like, he brought it like being like taken when you're in standby mode or whatever, like make it good or whatever, like stuff like that. Just me basically being on my head and like overthinking and stuff like that and overcoming that. I feel like I would address that if I went to therapy. Yeah, I feel like you would just go for, I mean, very. I don't, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. I was like, do you walk in saying, I just feel very overwhelmed with like life right now. Like, and then they just d- dive into you, like just start talking to you and yeah. you know, like, kind of profiling you a little questions. bit. You know? that's, that's, that yeah. Well, I feel like they just ask like open ended questions to get you to talk. Like, is, is there really not a lot of yes or no questions? I don't think just kind of questions to, and not very like in depth questions. Cause I mean, Obviously, this is fake, but uh, I was watching an episode of The Office, and Toby was kind of being a therapist to Michael uh, because of some work stuff, obviously, that Michael Michael Scott did. And, like, they were having therapy. Like, Michael was not trying to go to therapy at all. He was so against it. And, like, towards the end of the episode, like, Mike, Michael Scott is sitting there in, in his pretty much therapy session, like, letting his heart out. And then he realizes, like, wait, this isn't just a conversation. Like, I'm in therapy right now. Uh, because he couldn't tell because of the questions that were being asked. Because uh, mm-hmm. they were, like, pestering him. Just kind of just letting the conversation flow to the point where that person gets comfortable. And now it's that person is kind of leading the conversation. And that therapist is, is just there to keep it going and get it deeper and deeper. Yeah, like, hey, a uh, therapist is really somebody, like, they're, like, uh, literally half of their job or more than half of their job is like listening so like i mean because you have to think about it a a a lot of people don't have somebody they can go and talk to every day or like once a week like not not everybody has like uh not everybody has like a best friend or like a significant other that they can always like turn to and talk to and stuff like that so it's just like that therapist sometimes is just like can be that person for them and then especially if they're paying for it they're like 
So just like at the end of the day, when it's, when they're just like they they finally get somebody to like listen to them, see what they're going through and stuff like that, then like then Ashley realized like oh dang like maybe there's there was like maybe there's a lot more going on in my head than I thought. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. I, mean, I don't know if I'll ever go or um, I don't know. I just it's something that I've never thought about. You know, that's a not a touchy thing, like, like a touchy subject, but it's like you gotta be. I feel like mentally, you just have to be ready to. I feel like to go to therapy. You know, not necessarily ready because I feel like you can just go, but I feel like for somebody to go, like they just have to be like, okay, like I'm I'm ready. You gotta acknowledge. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta, gotta acknowledge that like, I need this. Yeah, it's like you gotta have, you have to have to you have to like self reflect and be like, okay, like I'm I'm ready to. Cause I feel like if I went right now, I would just be sitting there just like, yeah, okay, like whatever. <laughs> but because I don't I don't think mentally I'm I'm I would yet. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe maybe I'll try it out one day. I just, you know, just therapy kind of has a negative stigma to it. Like mm-hmm. you only see about hear see or hear about people going to therapy like a traumatic experience. Or like they really off the wall, like a lot of issues and stuff going on with them. Especially like that's they, that's how it's portrayed a lot in movies. Like oh. when someone goes to therapy, like marriage counseling, the only time they go to that is when their marriage is on um, the deep end or whatever. Like you only see it like negative wise. So I, that could be a, another reason too why you don't really see a lot of people going to therapy. Yeah, I mean, bro, literally, I didn't know people actually with therapy as much people as much as people do. Well, I didn't know therapy was like a, a casual thing. I thought it was like Chad was talking about earlier for like a traumatic event. I seriously didn't know. Like even when halfway through college, I didn't know like college students like went to therapy just to go. I thought when you went to therapy, like, like you had something really going on in your life or you was really out of it, almost like an AA meeting or something like that. I didn't know it was just a like a doctor's appointment. Like you just go and get a checkup. I didn't know it was like that because uh, it was nothing that I've ever been around. Uh, like nobody in my family goes. Um, like nobody, I don't I don't know any black person that I grew up with that goes to therapy. So it was nothing that was uh, introduced to or that was brought to my attention. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, it is only like really, I guess, not to like sound racist or nothing, but it's like always, it's really only in like the that you really see it is in like the white community, honestly. But I feel like it's because, like you said, you don't really see it within your family. So it's not something casual or normal for us to see like people going to therapy. And therapy is also very expensive too. That's true. Yeah. So socioeconomically, there's a lot of people that look like us that just don't get the resource that they should. Mm-hmm. But it's also stigmatized, like even to make it racial, it's stigmatized in the black community. Yeah. It's, it's seen weird, it's seen unnecessary. Like, now it's like, oh, what's wrong with me? Why always gotta be something wrong with me? You know, like that's how people look at it. Or, yeah, like why I gotta pay this person to like listen to me or whatever. Yeah, or like you're not, you're not tough enough to handle it on your own. Like, why do you need therapy? You know, I feel like sometimes looking out, like, if somebody's going to therapy, you might say, oh, well, they just can't handle it. Like, they're so, like, not in with themselves that they can't even, like, you know, deal with situations by themselves. But it's not all about that. I mean. But it's crazy how people say that and they're being hypocritical because the same people that say they can't handle it are the same ones who are, like, fighting 
you know, yeah. bad demons. And therapy is not a crutch. It, if well, anything, um, like a America has such a stigma on mental illness in general to where it's like therapy is seen as a sign of you admitting you have mental illness like you're one of the people that are being like stigmatized made fun of um not taken seriously like america does not care about mental illness like whatsoever Mm -hmm. they don't even take it seriously i don't even think anxiety was acknowledged or depression was acknowledged to like within the last decade uh it's taken very seriously as it is now like that's not Mm -hmm. like the 2000s where people took it as seriously as they do um today yeah, I will say um, artist that goes by the name of G Herbo uh, does have an album. PTSD. Oh. <laughs> Herbo, 150. 150. Herbo, 150 Dream Team. He got clinically diagnosed with PTSD. And he, you know, he honestly, bro, he, like, he started a whole program in Chicago for it. And he, he named his album PTSD. He listened to the album. He talks about like these traumatic events that he was going through and that he realized like he had to leave Chicago because he literally was having because I mean he got shot. I mean plenty plenty of people do, but just for him just speaking on his situation specifically, like he just realized that like he had a problem. Like he like was waking up and you know just just he, he knew he wasn't living his life the way he should. And like I said, he to get help because I uh, know even with being in Chicago, he just said a lot of people weren't doing that. But yeah, man, listen to the album. I'll <laughs> <laughs> check it out, man. PTSD, 150 Dream Team, 150 Rock Blog. Y'all know what it is, man. <laughs> but no, that goes back to what y'all said. Just like, did y'all get paid for that? He's gonna be a special guest soon, bro. Mark my <laughs> Speaking it, we manifesting it. But no, that goes back to saying like what y'all said about like just being a, like when you can acknowledge it and accept it, that's when people really start to start seeking out or going to these therapy sessions because they realize they do need like I guess someone actually to talk to. You. Yeah, that is true, man. Well, y'all, another act of. Activist episode, man. Appreciate y'all guys for having y'all having y'all on the podcast. We definitely appreciate y'all. We gotta do this part two. Can we do part three? Like, what's up? No, part three. They, y'all probably gonna get too active on me by then. Y'all oh. all gonna be married with kids. All right. Let's, 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 all right now right. you're now you're threatening. Now you're now you're <laughs> threatening. <laughs> <laughs> getting a little offensive. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. I'm happy though. So shit. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is happy. You love it, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's the ultimate goal. It's happy. I aspire to be like y'all, man. Happy. Like you said, happy. Look, getting out the streets don't have to be a sad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Even this time is over. You can't go forever. Wait, so we the last time we was on here, we was talking about simping and pimping. Is this a, a simping podcast now? With a, hey, look. With, with a positive connotation? Hey, look. Very much pimping, so. Very pimping, much. Got me, 
Pippi got me in a relationship, bro. Pippin, Pippin got me. I have to, <laughs> I have to thank awesome. my experiences. Oh. So you saying pimping go hand in hand, and you gotta pimp until until you can simp or something? Ooh. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep it play. You gotta keep it real. Yeah, you gotta be all keep it. Full circle. Full circle. Shout out, out D Town. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! You say you want to be happy. Hey, one flight away. One flight away. Oh said, my that's the god! That's the initiation. Y'all go straight. I'm happy my guys happy, man. I love love. You look how you love. I love love. I love love. All facts. Hey, man! Y'all done got cuff stuff on me. I'm just living through y'all. It's crazy, bro. But now on a serious note, though, like. We got to do this again, part three, and so on and so forth, like more and more. But I really appreciate y'all coming on, man, because it means a lot, honestly. Like, because most people. Yeah, we appreciate like, the, 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 the invite, you know, always going to support. Yeah, yeah. Like, people are not really invested in, like, you would think. And then, but to have, like, your close friends actually want to get on the podcast and, like, actively talk and stuff, I'm all for it. So, appreciate y'all. As you should. As you should. Support those who support you. It's the biggest thing. Mm. And appreciate those who doubt, man. Appreciate those oh, who Appreciate your <laughs> <You know? laughs> Well, we got to do a symbol on three. A symbol on three. Wait, you got a symbol on three. Symbol on me. Hold on. Symbol on three. Symbol on me. I'm coming to your room. Symbol. Symbol. <laughs> but nah, man, another day of getting active. Hey, never forget to, hey, no matter how good relationship is, man, don't forget to get active in a positive way. Stay active. You can, always, you can always get active in a positive way, man. Move towards that goal, that positive speaking end goal. In, of speaking active. of positive activity, I'm going to go get food with my girlfriend right now. I'll yes, see y'all later. <laughs> That's how you do it right there. <laughs> y'all boys stay active man we'll, we'll see y'all next time for sure until next time love y'all y'all be safe love you love y'all peace much love much love subscribe boys what you gonna do what you gonna do when they come for you bad boys bad boys what you gonna